back, y'all. It's the Next Level Living Podcast. I mean, the number one podcast amongst anybody who like podcasts. Facts. It's your favorite podcast. Favorite podcast. It's that type of podcast, y'all. And we back. I'm Mike Moss, man. I'm excited to be here. And I got some special people with me. K-Hart. How you feeling? Oof, I'm feeling so good. Mm. I'm I'm blessed by our speaker today. Yeah. Um, and I'm just ready to get back into this story because it is it is gonna change so many lives. I love that. And if y'all was here last week, y'all already know what we're doing. Matter of fact, I know y'all looking forward to it because we we kind of left y'all hanging a little bit. But don't worry, it's intentional and it was with love. It's because we got something special for y'all and we not done yet. But before we jump into that, I gotta give a shout out to our big bro. Hey, Jay, how you feeling? Man, great. I'm laughing because Crystal was like, uh, I'm excited about our speaker today. Not guest. She's oh, no, still no, speaker. No. Oh, she's yeah. speaker. She went, she went in. Oh, yeah. for sure. She went in. Uh-huh. Now look, to all of our next levelers, if you for whatever reason missed last week's episode, you already know. Like, for don't play yourself. Yep. Pause this. And go back to last week. If you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on Spotify or, you know what I'm saying, Apple, whatever, wherever you're listening or watching it, if you did not catch the first episode, do not do yourself a disservice. You want to tap in. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. With part A, because about part B about to be the bomb. Right. You see how I did that with B and the bomb, I, even you though know we what? don't say the bomb no more? You are so clear. Okay, that's Why the, we don't say the yeah. bomb? Yeah. Yeah, bro, oh, cause, <laughs> just because of time. Oh, that's change. the bomb. Oh, that's true. Bro, we don't say that. <laughs> but sometimes I'll be like, that's bomb. That's bomb. That's bomb. You know what else is bomb? Like you. You know what else is bomb though? Well, I bet you won't. <laughs> All right, we got somebody from the community. Come on. Who is? God granted with a TEDx talk. Again, wow. Uh, another one. Drop another a bomb, one. uh, Prince. I like. You know how what his you name is? That. You like that? My dog. You know okay, Prince is back anyway, there. Anyway, it's Royal Tannis. So Royal Tannis has the opportunity to do a TEDx talk. If y'all know what that is, y'all know it's fire. Like. Everybody want to do a Everybody TEDx talk. Sure. You did a TEDx talk. Yep. And so some of the most elite people end up doing TEDx talks. So we Absolutely. are so, so proud of him. Shout out to Royal. Yeah. He's yes. been a part of the community for almost two years now. A two years. He's been putting in work too. Yeah. Wow. That boy been putting in work. That's super no, proud. That's of him. fire, y'all. Ted, TEDx yeah. is next level. The closest yeah. I got to that was watching TED. It was like Rated X. You remember that little bear? Like okay. it was like, it was like crazy. <laughs> like, Hey, that uh, was crazy. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, like you just, you, just that, don't, yeah. you, don't you know it. what though? Jackson <laughs> saw a a a little a little uh, cover of that. Uh-huh. It's all tape. I was like, "Daddy, can I watch?" So I said, "My boy, that's <laughs> that absolutely not. not. No. That Ted is not your yeah, friend. Yeah, yeah. That is not X your friend." But shout out, but shout out to Royal though. <laughs> oh, I was about to say, yeah, we not no, shout, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Royal uh, though. Yep, yep. He was oh about to sabotage God. his uh his spotlight. Praise that's God. Crazy. But no, we got it back. Not for sure. For sure. Sula. Sulas, Lyell, how you feeling, sis? Thank you for sharing part two of your yeah, story with us. for sure. Thank you for allowing us to just kind of feel this yeah. out. Yeah. It really is so much. Because when we were talking before, mm-hmm. I was just thinking like, yeah, nah, we got to take our time with this, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And so if you don't mind, can I give a, a recap? Please, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, well, no, uh-uh. Because if you didn't go back and watch it, you feel mm. me? Yeah. They you know, need this, to. Come on. They you know, really so do. I don't it's the do foundation. This service. It's the foundation of what we're talking about. I put it like this. Let me make it spicy for you. So, so when you were able to escape mm-hmm. the international sex trafficker, mm-hmm. oh, now you want to go back and watch it. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When you were and you were back in LA, let's pick up back up on your story from there. Yeah, sure. So, first things first is when I got back. Um the whole event was completely dissociated, suppressed. So whether I did that intentionally Hmm. or it just happened subconsciously, Mm -hmm. 
it was as if when I got back, it was as if I never was just sold overseas mm. and trafficked and went through all the stuff. I went. Mm. It was like, it was gone. So I, I just went back into heavy self-medicating, drinking all the time, partying all the time, um, just trying to, again, escape trauma, pain, trying to figure it out. And um, there were actually a couple more situations where I ended up getting sold to people in the entertainment industry. I would think I'm going to a networking dinner or a job or something like that and end up getting raped in some mansion somewhere. Wow. And it always was the the um, wealthy, high up, you know, people yeah. in the entertainment industry. And so it was almost like I didn't even have the ability to recognize red flags mm. because of all of the trauma that I had already been through. Like um, <laughs> I saw this meme one time where this person was like, it's like this guy laying on a therapist's couch and the therapist is like, didn't you see all the red flags? And he's like, I thought it was a circus. Like, because the red flags are everywhere. Like, I just thought that's just how life was. Mm, Red flags were always everywhere, but I I did not have the ability to see them or understand this is not safe. This is not a safe person. This is not normal. Um, And so, yeah, I just continued having situations like that until finally... Um, my last relationship really before kind of my whole life changing ended up being a prince from Africa (laughs) and I was with him for a year traveling all over the world, sitting, sitting with ambassadors of nations. Um, I mean, you know, $30,000 shopping sprees on Rodeo drive. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, and this man wants to marry me. And I'm thinking, wow, like every little girl wants to be a princess when they grow up. Mm. And I thought that, I was like, wow, this is real. Like, he's like, no, we're going to get married. Like, I found the one. And I was so empty. Mm. I was still empty. I was like, I got stacks of $10,000 fresh from the bank in my Gucci purse and my Louis and my ba-ba-ba-ba-ba, all this stuff. Yeah, right. And I was so empty. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, man, and it brought me to a place of brokenness, the good kind, the good kind, mm. broken before the Lord. And it's interesting because I had had all of these horrible experiences where I found myself in gutters. I had been through poverty before. I had had abortions before. I had been on drugs before. I had experienced so much in life. Mm-hmm. And those weren't the moments that brought, that humbled me to the place of total surrender. It was being in a place of thinking that I have everything and still being empty. Mm-hmm. And so I was in a, a mansion in Malibu on 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 the bathroom floor. Before you get to that, yeah, you said a word that I just want to key in, and I want you to mm-hmm. break it down. You said the word brokenness, mm-hmm. right? Now, for people listening, they may not know. You said something. You said the good kind. Yeah. Break down the difference between the good kind and the bad kind. You've been broken throughout this entire mm-hmm. story, and so much trauma's happened to you. But you had an opportunity for brokenness, and you said the good kind. Please, what what does the good kind of brokenness look mm-hmm. like, Sula? Yeah, that's. So for me, the the bad brokenness is like my soul being broken. Mm. My mind mm-hmm. was broken. My heart was broken. Right. My body was broken by the trauma, the torture, the pain. Right. Yeah. But brokenness, the good good kind to me is like beautifully broken. Right. Mm. Where you come to the end of yourself. Hmm. Therefore. Oh yeah, at the end of that cocoon. To the end of yourself. And it's like I have nothing yeah. left mm. in a mansion mm. and all this wealth. I have nothing. Yeah. 
I am nothing without you. And I remembered that encounter that I had with God in the middle of a suicide attempt. And I was like, that, like, when I would experience him, like, that is when I felt the most alive. Mm. Like, and so I went back to that and I finally just was like, man, God, I just realized, like, I've been trying to include a little bit of Jesus in my life, mm. wherever I was going, and still me trying to be the one figuring it out and leading it. Gotcha. Like I was still trying to be like, oh, maybe if I yeah. do this, that will be my purpose. Maybe if I go here. Yeah. Maybe if I travel here. Maybe, 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 maybe. Helping God's God. like, you're in your own yeah. head. I need you to let me be there. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I was still my own Lord. Mm. Yeah. I was still my own king. I was still calling shots. Mm. But when that beautifully broken moment with yeah. the ugly cry that was yeah. probably beautiful to him. Yes. But all the snot, the yeah. tears, yeah. the everything yeah. in a heap on the ground. I just realized like, God, like I want your plan for me. Like I want your will for me. Mm-hmm. I, I would rather live in a cardboard box than sit here in all this luxury and know I'm in your will. Mm. Right. And know I'm doing what you want me to do because that's where I feel satisfied. That's where I actually feel joy or feel yeah. peace or feel it's when I'm encountering you. Right. And I just realized I have been leading my life. I've been putting you in a little bit instead of surrendering everything to you. Mm. Like I actually need you to be my leader. Mm. I need to yield to your leadership. Mm. I have not led my life well. Right. I would I would just always end up in gutters. I didn't know how to discern who was safe, who wasn't safe, what was a good opportunity, what was a good, yeah. what was not. I needed his leadership. Yeah. And that was the moment when everything changed. And I, I just got into this God, I call it a God cave season where I just consumed the Bible, consumed it. I just like read it all the way through and not just reading it, but encountering it. Mm. Mm. I would read something. I'd be like, Lord, what do you mean by that? I need to, I, I want to see that. I want to feel that. I want to experience yeah, your word. Yeah. I don't just want to read it or just hear right. it. I want to like intimately know the one who is the word. Right. Mm. And it's like all of those demonic mm. demon encounters and demonic rapes, all the bad, evil stuff. I had been through so much hell in the natural and in the spirit in the past. Right. It was like God's redemption to say, oh, you're going to experience so much more mm. of heaven of my kingdom, you're going to experience so much more because that's redemption is he's going to outdo everything Satan right. ever did. Come on. Yeah, come on. He's very intentional about that's that. right. So for me now, like like the, the, the spiritual reality of faith became so much more alive than any of the stuff that came from the kingdom of darkness. Right. And I'm like seeing and having dreams and encountering and yeah. just getting so wrapped up in his word and, and prayer and like just get like totally surrendered my life to him. And that ultimately led to opportunities to get involved in volunteering and serving in church and, and mm. being involved in ministry and starting to share my story. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is good. I want to rewind. <laughs> so you're with this prince. Shopping Rodeo Drive, $30,000 shopping spree. You have this encounter on the floor, marble floors of this mansion in the bathroom. Mm. Do you leave? Oh, left it all. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Skip that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> skip that part. Because you went part. right to the, the Jesus. The good I'm, stuff. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, how did you, did you tell him, hey, this ain't working out? Or was you like, I'm ghost? Like, how did that transition? They said, where'd she drop that Gucci purse? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. oh. And, and I did, too, because it was like, 
So whenever I, I knew I had to get out of this, I actually had to plan how to get out of it. Because mm. you can't just leave a prince. Right, right. <laughs> you just can't. Just, right. It's too many people, especially when, it, when his dad's a dictator. Okay, you just can't do that. Mm, so it was like all the security, all the processes. So I actually told him that I was going to stay with my mom for a while. Mm. But I just packed everything and took it all with me. Wow. And I broke it off when I was out of so yeah. that yeah out right. of it and he was just like this is so bloody this is like murder you're doing this to me you're leaving you're just gonna what are you doing yeah. why are you leaving mm. like because he just i'm pretty sure probably nobody ever left him before right, right. for right. sure he's like he's like i'm giving you all these things how right. could you possibly leave? why would you right because yeah, mm. it's empty and yeah. it's not what god has for me yeah mm. yeah and so anyways yeah so that was a process to get out of it um, and I, you know, when I was just in this, this fiery, radical obedience to the Lord, I was like, man, I don't even want anything that looks like my old season. Mm. I gave away all the Gucci, all the, like, I, ga- I gave away all the Dolce. I gave it all away. Cause I, was, mm. I just don't want anything that even reminds me of it. Yeah. I, I don't can, want anything attached to it. Yeah, wow. I could I could relate to that when I went through, n- not as extreme as yours, but when I went through my transitional period. I had to get away of all the drug paraphernalia, mm-hmm. all the scales, mm-hmm. whatever I would move, work in, anything that would remind me mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. that old lifestyle, mm-hmm. I would want to get rid of it because it would almost be like a trigger or a mm-hmm. reminder mm-hmm. of what it was. Wow. Um, when did yeah. you realize that God is not going to just rescue me from this, but God wants to actually use me in this space? Mm-hmm. That's what I want to know. And then tell me about what type of counseling mm-hmm. Or spiritual therapy did you go through to kind of get to where you are now? So whole, so solid, so mm-hmm. free. If we could talk about that, I would love to know. Yeah. So I feel like at first. So at first, okay. Go back to the first one. Give me one. Give me the first yeah, one again. Because yeah, you just gave me like yeah, five yeah, questions. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> so the dog. first one is when did you realize? When did the okay, dawn? Like gotcha. I'm not just mm-hmm. out. Yeah. God wants to use me yes, to combat yes, this. Yes. Okay. So it was like I was. I actually remembered that that encounter that he showed me of all the people mm. that were waiting. That's what I was lo- waiting on, that part. Yeah, Man, that's he powerful. brought me back to that because okay. that encounter where he rescued and saved my life literally was also like a commissioning. Hmm. Mm. It was like, I rescued you to reach them. Hmm. Yeah, And so I was learning what that meant. And so actually God asked me to give my life away, to give my story away. Hmm so that others could be drawn to him. Mm. And so as I was like working through like the healing and stuff and just really encountering him, it was like he was removing the shame, wow. the guilt, the gave me the ability to forgive myself, forgive others, learning how to love myself. Mm-hmm. And he's like, now give your whole life away. Yeah. Tell all the dirt, all of it. Because mm. it's not even who you are anymore. That's the yeah. old hey. you, right? Oof. So I can share all of the my sin, my mistakes, the dirt, the gutter experiences, and and be okay because I'm a new person now. Right. So let's break down two things right now because that's so that's so powerful. Like I I know that this is a moment for somebody to feel freedom before the transformation takes place. Mm-hmm. Like I just need somebody to know that it's possible, right? Mm-hmm. You had your first experience why right when you were on the verge of committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Not someone who's planned. Someone's bloody all over the floor because you know what veins to do, mm-hmm. right? And you see God show himself to you. The moment where you're trying to take your own life mm-hmm. so that you can remove yourself from your story mm-hmm. because it's impacted you so much. And then God said, no, let me have you, mm-hmm. right? 
Let me have your life so that I can use you. Mm-hmm. You've been used your whole life incorrectly, mm-hmm. right? Then you said the first time you were beautifully broken was in this moment. Yeah. He said, so that I can use you and I will share your story with everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he did it without shame, as you just mentioned. Yeah. He did it without you feeling uh, worthless, but instead he's going to build you up and you don't have to do it because you're no longer that person. Mm-hmm. Isn't it crazy that in the moment where you were about to actually take your own life, mm-hmm. God said, if you give it to me, hmm. I'm going to use that life mm-hmm. and you're going to continue giving away of that life to each and every day mm-hmm. so that other people who feel broken can know that that's not the only brokenness that exists mm-hmm. but you can be beautifully broken each and every day which is basically a surrendering of self and allowing God to use you mm-hmm. that is that is amazing mm-hmm. and for us that's what the next level looks like mm-hmm. I, man man that's just, this is such a blessing so mm-hmm. yeah man yeah it was like in losing my life is where I found it right? absolutely and uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says that if anyone is in Christ, they're a new person. New. Yes. All old things pass away and become, everything becomes new. And behold, everything becomes new. And that's like literal. Scripture is literal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, a cool idea. Yeah. Like he literally mm-hmm. made me brand new. And through this process of intimately knowing Jesus and healing and going after him with everything— my life is like everything, yeah. the reality of that mm-hmm. set in yeah. where everything started to become new. That song, um, I Give Myself Away. William McDowell. Yes. Yeah. So you <laughs> use me. It's just like playing in my head right now as you're telling yeah. this story. Mm-hmm. But this is like in human form, like that song that I've heard so much over a lifetime mm-hmm. to see that like, you know, manifesting you. It's just, I mean, it's, it's. Incredible. Um, Jeremy, I know you had another question. Yeah. So, you know, what was the, so you're in, you realize you're in ministry. Mm -hmm. Tell me about like the help that you got. Absolutely. Because that is a lot of traumatic stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I know we talk a lot about what God can do, but I believe, you know, uh, one of my homegirls, Jackie Hill Perry, her her husband got a shirt that says therapy and Jesus. Yes. Right. And so if you can kind of talk about, you know, what your experience, was that necessary? Mm -hmm. Like kind of what that was throughout the years. Yeah. So that's the, that's the, what the therapy part, the healing part was like, right? Yeah. Okay. So I want to, what steps did you go through for that? At the end of that, maybe just what can someone in that same situation do to start breaking that like cycle that they're in too? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start there okay. and backtrack. Surrender okay. is how you can start. Okay. Mm. Total surrender. Totally surrendering your life to the Lord because he's the only one that can get you out of all the pain, shame, all the, mm-hmm. all the, all of the, the mental illness, mm-hmm. like all of it. And so the process for me was several processes. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I was like, Lord, I, I trusted him to lead me to what we were healing and what season and what time. Mm-hmm. And he knows what we're ready for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it happened in phases, mm-hmm. whereas initially um, what healing looked like for me outside of my personal time with him was going and connecting with a nonprofit that understood trafficking and being able to share and talk and process with them. Mm-hmm. And they were able to teach me learning about what are the different names for things actually helped me to forgive myself. Like what is Stockholm syndrome? What is complex trauma bonding? What are all of these different Mm -hmm. terms? I was like, oh, that makes sense. So the education helped me learn about my trauma and what I went through and helped me to say, oh, wow, if that's normal for people that have been through this, 
I can forgive myself. I don't feel so alone mm-hmm. in that. Like, wow, yeah. other people have been through that. So learning and, and being educated about my trauma was important for me, right. as well as um, therapy, counseling, right. as well as a women's support group. Like I went through like a, a group at, at church where it's like you go through each week focusing on different parts of like mm. healing. Yeah. Um, I did all kinds of different, in different seasons, it was different. The Lord would be like, I feel like he would put his hand on my heart and say, this is the part of your heart we're working on now. Wow. And it was... And I can see that because yeah. it's so much, mm-hmm. right? From the age of 18 months mm-hmm. to three years, and then from three years to 12, and mm-hmm. 12 to 14, and then adulthood. Like, it's so much that mm-hmm. you've gone through. So I could see God saying, okay, I'm going to heal this part mm-hmm. of your heart. Now I'm going to heal this part of your heart, and you're this part of your mind. And so I think for all of our next levelers, like one main takeaway that Crystal really wanted you to get is, so you heard how painful Sula's story was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm going to say something, man, and I hope it doesn't upset some of our listeners, but there are some of our listeners, our next levelers, you've gone through some things and you've been like, oh, woe was me. And I'm like, I feel you, mm-hmm. right? But you just heard the weight of what Sula has had to mm-hmm. experience, yeah. what God allowed her to experience, yeah. and how she got free from it. But she did the work, right? Yeah. So and I it was. It, it was hard, right? Yeah. She had to do the work. So whether it was through counseling and therapy and then working with other nonprofits and doing research and education and mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. the different terminology and things like that, like mm-hmm. that's what kind of aided to her wholeness and her healing. So and the really continuous, proud of her for being willing And the continuous surrender. Continuing. Right. Yeah. So we can get... Right. Yeah. 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 And I'm glad that you said that because it, it was following his lead in each season. Right. What What are we working on now? Right. Because most of my life, I swept stuff under the rug. Right. I said, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to think about that. I suppressed. Right. So I almost got like aggressive towards pursuing and confronting, slaying giants, mm-hmm. getting through the healing. Because I was like, I can't suppress. I can't compartmentalize or else it'll just keep resurfacing. Right. That trauma does not go away mm-hmm. until it is healed. Come on. Come on. It will stay there. It right. will affect every relationship, every right. job, everything right. you do in life. Right. So it's like you you have to make a conscious decision to, all right, we're going to work on this. Mm-hmm. And it's like what whatever was triggering me in that moment, triggers are just an invitation to sit with Jesus. Hmm. I say, "Lord, what do you what do you say about this?" Yeah. What do you want to what do you want to do with me mm, for this? Good. Triggers are invitation to sit with Jesus. It's almost like an alert, like, hey, like a warning signal, yes. like a check engine light. Come on, like, whoa, that triggered me. Yeah. Okay, so let's get to the root of it, God. Yeah, yeah that's no deep. shame in it. So, but yeah, I'm glad you said that because it is, it's work. It's being very, you can't be passive about healing. It takes Ooh. intentionality. Mm. If you want to reap the full benefits of the cross, mm. yeah. you got to really be intentional about applying the full benefits of the cross to your mm. life, mm. body, soul, spirit, and what that looks like. And now I can say, I don't have dissociative identity disorder anymore. Right. Come on. I don't have multiple personalities Come anymore. On. I don't have clinical depression. Come on. I don't have bipolar disorder. I don't have PTSD. I am healthy. I have a clean bill of health in my body. My mind is right. My heart is good. I live yes. from righteousness, peace, and joy. And now I know that I'm pure, not because yeah. of all of the work that I've done, but because of the work that Jesus did on the cross. Amen. Yeah. And I worked it out to apply it to myself. Oh, yes. yeah. So you, now you I can got, be squeaky right, clean right. and you have got the all joy. Those, yeah. All those disorders and all of that, but you do got the anointing. Yes. Wow. You do got the Holy Ghost. Wow. Yes. You do have strength. You do got That's power. Right. You got peace. You got joy. Yeah. And man, yeah, so, wow. That is, so, oh, yes. Wow. 
incredible. Okay. And so, so now, okay, go okay, ahead. Okay, I was going to say, so two more things for me, and then I'll, y'all can say whatever else y'all need to say last. Um, one, what resources, where can people go to, like, be connected with? Well, first of all, we didn't talk about what you have going on now, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so let's talk about that, and then where can people go to be connected to a source that can help them? Um so we'll start there. Okay. Yeah. So because the Lord asked me to start sharing story, give my life away, what that ended up looking like is people started identifying with, I think this happened to me. I think this happened mm-hmm. to me. So it was almost like testifying of how good God is mm-hmm. through, te- through, through story and talking about what God can do automatically brought the ministry. So I started getting involved in rescuing other survivors and victims of trafficking, um, working with them in various levels of their healing journey, whether it was rolling up to the trap house and be like, girl, come on. Yeah. (laughs) Picking them up, whether it was doing sex industry outreach, getting in there and and being a friend to strippers and a friend to to people that are in that life and that industry, whatever it looked like, I just was led by him and have been a part of the healing journey and the mm-hmm. process for several other, countless other survivors of trafficking. And uh, that led me to starting my own 501c3, mm-hmm. Take Flight Survivors. And we mm. specialize in the escape to the safe place. Wow. And um, so, yeah, it just became, it just became ministry. It became life. Really it's that like full-time overtime. A fisher <laughs> of women and men out here. Right, yeah. right. Like, I, lo- I love the fact that you like on like rescue missions like okay we're gonna do what it takes to get them yeah. out yeah i'll never forget we were on grace tour and we were touring cleveland mm. and um we one of our stops was at a women's um like a shelter halfway house like rehab center it was like very eclectic we didn't really understand we just know it was a bunch of broken women that was in transition mm-hmm. so we were there ministering jill was singing i was pouring into them like holy ghost broke out and when we left, one of the assistant directors was like, man, this was amazing. I wish the director was here, but they're on a mission. Mm. And I was like, oh, mm. like mission trip? Like, I didn't know. I was like, yeah. what mission? They was like, nah, they went to go, they went to go get some girls. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like what, bro, what do you mean get mm-hmm. some girls? He was like, oh, we didn't tell you? Like, this is a, this is like a house a safe haven for mm. those that we mm. rescue mm. from the sex trafficking industry. Mm-hmm. And so they said that we do these missions and these blitz like every couple of weeks where we go out and we rescue other women and bring them in. Mm-hmm. And and that's when I first realized how big that industry was in the need and that there were really people on the front lines mm-hmm. saying, hey, I'm not going to stand for this. And so yeah. they would book appointments like they was one of the Johns. Mm-hmm. And when the girls would come to the hotel, they would say, look, we got a way out. Mm-hmm. And some of them would be like, no, nah, forget this. He's going to kill me or I'm fine. I don't need you. But then some was like, are you sure mm-hmm. you can get me out? Right. Okay. What time should I meet you? And mm-hmm. then they gone. Yeah. And so when you say, so we just, I, I feel so good in inside when you like, Hey, I'm, Going on missions, like I'm helping them escape, like that's that, like that's real kingdom work, like that's mm-hmm. really in the trenches, yeah. yeah. And um, and it's amazing to see, yeah, yeah. And it's unafraid, he gives you he gives you the ability to be fearless mm-hmm. in doing what he calls you to do. Come on, mm-hmm. there's a grace for it. Come on, I don't care if I'm standing in front of a satanist, mm-hmm. occult trafficker. Yeah, no weapon formed Come against on. me will 
will Amen. prosper. Yeah, more you know, than the just being led yeah. by him and he gives you the ability to do it. But also I'm glad that you were there yeah. and that you were speaking and ministering to those women yeah. because every time someone that's been through what I've been through yeah. encounters a man of God that's in purity, mm. it is redeeming. Mm. It is redeeming. It's demonstrating who God is without mm. I want to take, I want to hurt, mm. I want to use. Wow. I'm glad you so said. I'm so glad that you were there. But I ain't going to lie. When I went there, and maybe it was the enemy or maybe I was operating my own strength, but I felt out of place. Mm -hmm. I felt like Jill should be the one to speak and minister mm -hmm. because Jill's a woman. Mm -hmm. I, she can relate to them, mm -hmm. right? And so, but I, but, but God, I felt impressed. God was like, bro, Jill going to share and she going to sing, but I need you to give them a word. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I can see now the relevancy of mm -hmm. that. It's just like, man, here's a man of God. Every man don't want to take from me. Every yeah. man don't want to take advantage yeah. of me. Wow. Wow. That's, that's important. Yeah. And sometimes um, we can get in our own way, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and be unsure. But I love the fact that you move with like such fearlessness, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You like, man, let's go. Like, I ain't afraid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You could be a cult leader. You could be a Satanist. You could be a pimp, like whatever. Right. But I, I'm on the front line because I know God is with me. Right. I'm hidden in him. And it, you're Come right. On. But it's, that's it's Jesus. They coming right. up against Jesus to face right. that to me. Right. Right. That's right. hidden in him. Right. When you, look, when you gave your life away, you was like, look, if this takes me out, this is the way I'm supposed to go. Because mm -hmm. I literally gave my life to you. Yes. So do with it as you need to. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, Come on, Esther. Woo! <laughs> um, but yes, okay, so next I want, I want to touch on these books. Yes. Um, I see two here. One says, Fighting for Your Purpose yes. from Sex Trafficking to Ministry. Yes. The other one says, Faith Based Inside the Mind of Sex Trafficking Victims. Show the camera. Yeah, yeah. Let Jeremiah see that. So I'm going to show. So yeah, the first one is really my life story. And people kept asking, how how are you sane and in your right mind after all that? Uh -huh. So that's really, there was a demand I kept hearing the question. So the first quick little part is the story. The rest is just the very practical things that the Lord showed me mm -hmm. um, with understanding his love, healing from the past, how to fight the enemy, like all that good stuff. Um, and so, and I do want to say real quickly that anybody listening or watching, if you feel like you have experienced mm -hmm. the stuff I'm talking about, you've been trafficked or exploited, please just reach out um, just to our website and I will send you one for free because these are the things that I had to learn, figure out, navigate. And if, if I would have been given that when I was in the middle of it, I feel like I could have probably skipped some right. <laughs> right. A few years, <laughs> you know, just learning those yeah. truths. Um, yeah. So are there are a few tangible things that you in just a few seconds or minutes just mm -hmm. say, hey, look out for this, look out for this, look out for this. This might be a warning sign mm -hmm. um, that you can give maybe to some of our young listeners that might not know. Yeah. Or might have children that's just out here and they have no clue the scares that could be around the corner. Right. Yeah. I'll try and give it really small. I mean, there's lots of like the trainings and, and things right. that are available right. and information that's available um, even on our website. So if you hear a little bit and you're like, I need to learn more, there is a lot right. more. But in, in a nutshell, um, online safety is very important. Mm -hmm. um, traffickers will generally look to target and find new victims online, whether it's social media, gaming systems, mm -hmm. like getting in the in, in the chat of like mm -hmm. Fortnite, talking to when, when kids are in teams, right. they'll start right. talking, trying to get information about the child. And Jewel's wondering so, why we don't let her do Fortnite. And so some of those they'll, different they'll games. tell them, hey, jump over on this other app. They'll try and get them talking wow. on secret apps. So 
whether it's um, yeah, uh, um, social media, gaming systems, online, they know that it's the 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 least risk for them is to target victims online. Gosh. And then we're in a culture where so many people share everything about their lives. So even girls, girls or boys, okay, in high school, sharing everywhere you go all the time. Yeah, it's like okay, now I just I can track your whole life. I can, yeah. I know exactly where to find you. Mm. So teaching online safety is really important mm. regarding children and mm. teens. Um, I would say, as you all learned from my life, don't go on a trip somewhere with a one-way ticket. Mm-hmm. Make sure that, you know, that it's planned out yeah. full, all the way around. Mm-hmm. Um, and then here in the U.S., uh, we see a lot of familial trafficking where it's families trafficking their own family members mm-hmm. wow. or the Lord second is intimate partner. So it's the, it's the dude or the, the woman, because I don't want to make it seem like trafficking is only girls. There are mm-hmm. boys mm-hmm. and young men that are being trafficked mm-hmm. and exploited mm-hmm. as well. But it's that partner that it starts out with that grooming process usually buying a lot of stuff for the person mm-hmm. and then there's a payback mm-hmm. so they're grooming they're filling a need right. or a void whether it's, it's like that part that vulnerabilities like yeah. whether it's food whether it's financial whether it's emotional mm-hmm. i mean i know girls that have been trafficked out of their their families are well off but they're not they're not emotionally available wow. mm-hmm. so they will seek whatever you know vulnerability and then there's the switch of well now you owe me. I mm. sat and listened to you all these hours, or I bought you all this stuff. All now this you stuff, owe right. me. So just I think learning about safe yeah. relationships, yeah, um, is key. And I know that sounds so basic, but it really comes down to that. No, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And then and then being open, being vulnerable, not being standoffish, and letting those who you know and trust and support like let them know what's going on in your world. You know, I feel impressed, Sula. You know, the, the private conversations we've been having, mm-hmm. um, I really want to do, and I'm going to put the full power behind Next Level to support you in any way. So yeah, when it comes man. to future oh. books, when it comes to other podcast shows, I've already got a few people I want to wow. recommend to give you that that exposure to. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to masterminds and putting you on stage, you were a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. You know, and so one thing that I can do is like, okay, God, it's like, okay, I've given you this platform and I don't lend it to many people, but you are so you're good soil. Yeah. Right. And so I want to I want to sow a seed into your ministry. And so I plan on doing a lot of things to help open up some doors so that you can share your message and you yeah. can make more impact mm-hmm. and you can change more lives and you can yeah. save more people. Yeah. Thank I'm you so much. Yeah. Man, thank Ooh, you, Roby. You know, of to be reckoned. Thank you, Roby. Man. <sighs> I don't Man. take that lightly. I yeah. don't take that lightly no, at all. No, for sure. I got you. But I know that's the love of the Father. Oh, absolutely. Through a man that's absolutely. yielded to God. Absolutely. Yeah. That's that's absolutely that's saying what you're saying. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying, so thank too, you. is now I want to double down on what me and you talked about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, I okay. do the most. I've been diagnosed with that because uh, uh, diagnosis <laughs> are doing the most. Right. So I want to go. <laughs> Deanna said, absolutely. So I, I want to um, go all in even more yeah. to support you there. Website. I have one more thing. What are some some like words of affirmation or encouragement you would give to some somebody that's going through this right now? I have a loved one that's going through this right now. Yeah. Um, I would just say it is possible to heal. Hmm. It's possible to find freedom from the noise in your head. Hmm. It's possible to be loved, really loved. Mm. It's possible to feel clean and to not feel dirty anymore. Um, it's possible to dream again. Mm. Wow. And all of those possibilities um, are things that you seem so impossible when you're in it. But as you get out of it, you realize, wow, mm. 
So if I could just give you hope to know that maybe every lie or negative thought that's been beating you down in your head about what you'll never be or you'll never do, I'm evidence Hmm. that those are just lies and they can be crushed and you can heal and overcome and and ultimately live a a healthy life that has joy and peace in it. Hmm. It is possible through Jesus Christ to accomplish those things. So, man, thank you. Ooh. All right, website All right. and where can our people tap in with you? Yes, takeflightsurvivors.org. We got all kinds kinds of training resources. And again, if you've been through this, reach out to me by email on there. I'll send you one of the books. Um so give them the yeah. website one more time. Takeflightsurvivors.org. Mm-hmm. And um, and if somebody wants to donate. Mm-hmm. Is there a donate option on there? Absolutely. We okay. are 501 C3. Please. Yep. Okay. Please. It supports yep. the specifically the escape and the rescues of victims. We got a grant that covers salary and admin costs. So when you donate, it's going directly to yeah, assisting victims when they need it the most. Yep. So. so I'm appealing specifically to our supporters. And y'all know we don't really be on donating or buying stuff or, you know, but this is something we really believe in. So thank you all in advance for that. Thanks. Yeah. And uh, your email and contact stuff is there. Oh yeah. Yep. yep. Sula at takeflightsurvivors.org. They can just find me on there. And Instagram? Uh, takeflightsurvivors.org. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. All right. All right. Take Flight Survivors. Oh, not, not the .org thing, but you can find, you can yeah, find yeah, all yeah. the links on there, on the yeah. website. I yeah. Love yeah. It. yeah. I love it. Dope. Yep. I love it. Well, y'all, so, man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, you know, I think today, you know, thank you for your time. Um, I think these last two episodes is evident of really the power of God. Mm. Right. You know, when I first started in ministry, I was telling people like, yo, I want to do I, my objective. I got two objectives. Everybody got an objective. I want to expose the enemy as mm. being the liar that he is. Mm-hmm. Right. And I want to exalt my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of you, sis, because that's exactly what you did today. You've exposed the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. We now know what some of his tricks are. Right. And what he's trying to do and what he's been doing. But we and we've also exposed him as a failure. Because he tried his best right. Come on. before you was able to walk. You yeah. 18 months, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. Three years old, you know what I'm saying? An innocent strip from you, but God is like, I'm about to make you all new again. So if anything, people looking at my story like, man, Jay, you know, you came back from kicking in doors and drug and alcohol abuse and moving work and running nightclubs. Okay, yep, that was, I, I, God delivered me from that. But it's, it's even more levels to right. it. Yeah. And so now we see the gravity and the weight of your story and for you to sit here with such grace and such elegance and such poise and such power and such pure love in your heart and such freedom. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a testament to really what God can do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm super proud of you. And I just want all of our listeners to know, like, this is what Next Level Living is all about. She was able to recycle her pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I looked at the definition of recycle, it's to take something that should be discarded as waste and to reuse it and to repurpose it for mm-hmm. good use. That's good. And so she took all of good. her pain and everything she went through, and God put her through a recycling process. And so I would challenge you all, don't waste your pain. Mm-hmm. Don't waste your potential. Don't waste the promises mm. that God has for your life. There's a whole nother level that God wants to take you to. And no matter what you've done, the Bible says there's nothing that can separate you from the love of God. Sula is now showing you that you can experience the peace, the power, the grace, the favor, the abundance of God. Mm. And so if he can do it in Sula's life, I have no doubt 
what he can do in your life. And I think the surrender, mm -hmm. I noticed everything shifted in your life when Sula surrendered. I tell people all the time, you wave the right flag in any situation, you're a failure because you're quitting. But when you wave the right flag and you surrender to God, that's how you win. And uh, you've been winning, and we're going to support you even more to help you win. And we want all of our next levelers out here to win, man. This is amazing, and I'm inspired, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, we see y'all. We see y'all next week. Bye. Ooh. Lord have mercy. I'm on another level.